This is episode number 110 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fade. Hi. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we are not at the library today. We are actually recording this using a remote recording system, something we brought back from PodFest. And uh, the reason why we're here, and you probably can guess already by the news is that um, the library has been closed indefinitely due to the coronavirus, but the show must go on. So we are going to do our very best here at the podcast to come to you um, every week with uh, with our thoughts and to give, keep you updated and to let you know what's happening and also to let you know what resources we have yeah. uh, that you can access from offsite. So how are you ladies doing? Doing good. Yeah, yeah. you're uh, surviving so far? Yeah, and it's nice uh, to have my cat with me as I record. This is new. There you go. <laughs> so we have a special guest. He's we'll, giving me uh, notes. We'll interview interview the cat later on the focus segment. <laughs> okay, so before we jump into our segments, I just have a little bit of housekeeping that's very important with everything that's going on. Uh, again, want to mention to you that both our Selden and our Center Reach branches of the library are currently closed until further notice. Uh, we are going to mention in this week's episode uh, some great things that you have access to with a library card, so stay tuned for that. And speaking of library cards, some of you may be looking at your card's expiration date and wondering, what happens if the library is closed and my card expires during that time? Well, you know what? No worries. We are extending expiration dates forward so your card will continue to be active during this time. So as as long as we're closed, if you have a library card, it will be active. It will not expire if it is due to expire soon. So no worries about that. Uh, We've also received a few questions uh, from our patrons about uh, their items that are currently checked out on their records and items that are on hold. So as far as your checked out items, you can keep them for now. There's no fines, uh, regardless of whether or not there may be holds on your items, you can keep the items as of right now. So uh, so don't worry about that. And speaking of holds, this is another question that we got. If you have an item on hold and it was ready for pickup, it will be there for you when the library reopens. So. No need to worry regarding your holds. Uh, Additionally, if you have items on hold, they will remain on your record and the order will stay the same. So in essence, everything is on pause for the moment. So when the library opens up, you'll be able to go to the hold shelf, either in Selden or Center Reach, depending upon where you wanted to pick up your items, and your hold items will be there. Uh, Let's talk about programming. So that's a little more complicated right now with the CDC's guidelines and such. So as of now, we're moving our spring program registration. uh, We're moving it uh, back a little bit to April 2nd and April 3rd. So April 2nd is for children's and teens. April 3rd is for the adults. 
Now, a lot can change with this date, so keep an eye on the library's website for updates. Again, this is for registration for uh, the spring programming coming up. Now, we obviously are hopeful that things will be back to normal uh, by then, but frankly, we might need to adjust some things moving forward. So we will keep you all updated through uh, email, through our website, mcplibrary.org, and through this show, uh, the podcast. Now, I'm sure we'll get more questions from patrons, and when we do, if we feel the information is helpful to you, uh, we will absolutely mention it on a future episode. And speaking of future episodes of the podcast, for those of you who may be new to the show, maybe you've heard about us uh, from an email, or or we're advertising it now a little more since you're home, you have uh, more things to do at home so you can listen to us, uh, welcome to the podcast. We are the official podcast of the Middle Country Public Library. Uh, We're weekly. We run about 20 to 25 minutes, uh, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter. And we are here to educate you and hopefully provide some entertainment regarding everything that's happening here at the library as well as around our most excellent community. And uh, we will continue to post new episodes throughout the closure. So we post on Thursdays. So Listen for us on Thursdays. If you are a, a new person here to the podcast, uh, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. So we're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts. We're all over. So uh, subscribe and make sure you turn notifications on so you'll know when a new episode drops. And something different that we're going to do, uh, if there's anything super important that comes up, including uh, updates about the about the library or something that we feel would be beneficial to you, our listeners, we're going to break into our feed and post an update outside of our usual episodes. So those will not have episode numbers. They will just be updates, and they will end up in our feed. So if you subscribe and set your notifications on, you will know when we have a new episode or a breaking news update, and we will put that right on the podcast feed. So uh, we're going to jump in. Uh, we're going to talk about some uh, digital resources that you can access with your library card. You know, obviously, I know a lot of folks are uh, disappointed that they can't come down to the library. But if you have a library card with us, uh, you can access some really great resources right from home. Uh, Sarah, why don't you go first? You have some uh, for our adults listening. Uh, yes. So... Um... Actually, if you go to our website, right, which is mcplibrary.org, um, they're very uh, accessible right on the main page. So if you go down about halfway past the About Kids, Teens, and Adults banners, um, you'll see a little um, rotating um, horizontal banner that says Download Ebooks, Audiobooks, Music, and More. And this is a great gateway for everything that you guys will need to um, click on to get to these resources. So we have Overdrive, which is basically ebooks uh, on audiobooks, and um, Hoopla, which is uh, one of, I think it's a great resource because it has 
Um, what's great about Hoopla is one that you can get, I think, up to 15 items. You need your library card and your PIN number. You have to be in good standing. And also, um, it streams. So you can return an item right away and then take something new out. So it's not like you have to have it out for two weeks and then wait till it goes back. Um, and you don't need to, like, download anything onto your um, yeah. device. So if you're on your phone or if you're on your laptop, it won't take up any um, space. You can just stream it and it will play a movie. You can listen to music. Um, it has audiobooks and ebooks. And um, it has a wide range of items. Um, and most of these items, Nicole will go over specifically um, children's and teens stuff, but all these items also have children's, teens, kids, and adults. Um, we have Canopy, which is specifically movies. And um, it has some great um, new releases. It has some independent movies. Um, what else do we have? We have RB Digital. And so, yep. uh, Sarah, before before you continue, just uh, just a quick note on Canopy. Mm -hmm. uh, they were having some some issues yesterday. Oh, okay. With, with their server, uh, but they should be fixed by the time you hear this. They should be fixed. Oh, okay, great. So. So um, if you still are having problems, they suggest shutting down the app and then restarting, logging out and then logging back in. Okay. It's good to yeah. know. And then RB Digital, it brings you to sort of this like gateway to our, our RB Digital resources. And it has magazines, has indie flicks, and it has this something called Stingray Quello. I guess it's called, and that's concerts and Acorn TV. Now, um, you need to create your own password to get into um, these resources, which is just one little extra step. But um, the digital magazines, there's plenty of magazines for everybody. Um, you can also, if you don't see something, obviously not during this time, but um, give us an email if there's a magazine that you want. Um, you can look at it online, you can download it, um, and, and it acts as a checkout. So you don't get it indefinitely. You do get it for a certain period of time, but it's a great resource um, for all those magazines. And then also Acorn TV. Um, I know my mom particularly loves this resource because it's all BBC um, mysteries, TV shows, and everything from uh, Britain. The UK. So if you um, love BBC stuff, definitely check that out. It has a lot of stuff on there that you can stream um, so you don't have to come down to the library. It is a library resource, but you don't have to actually come into the library. And then um, another little thing, if you want to uh, learn something new, we have the great courses also online and this is a wonderful resource um it's more education than entertainment and it is um you know all these wonderful topics like i know that we have something in the library called learn how to cook um something like that and it's literally taught by master chefs and it comes with like a video and a book and um you you know it has like classes and courses and it will go through everything like sauces sautés how to how to you know mince and dice like a chef all this great stuff so um everything about the great courses is taught by uh professionals and professors so if you want to learn about philosophy or if you want to learn about um you know ancient rome or you know government you know just look online and the great courses will have something for you and uh you know so there's plenty here to keep you guys busy during this hard time 
Great. Yes, absolutely. And you do have to have a uh, active library card with the library. Yes. And uh, to access those those items, and right? And you need to know your PIN number. So it's very important you know your PIN. Um, we can we can. I think we're going to have the opportunity. If for some reason you forgot your PIN, mm -hmm. I think we uh, we what we suggest is that you use our um, our eref service yeah. on our site. And um, and someone will be able to assist you. It's not going to be right away, but within a day or two, I'm sure they can fix that pin for you. Um, we do have the technology that allows us to access our uh, some of our resources in the circulation part of it, the customer service part of it, from off-site. So they will be able to fix things. Just give us a couple of days to do that. And you know what? If you have an email address on file... You can click the link, I forgot my pin, and follow the instructions, and you can reset your pin that way. So it's another way of resetting your pin. All right, Sarah, that's great. Um, a lot of great resources for adults. What about uh, the, the, the kids, uh, Nicole? What do you got for them? Yeah, we got a lot of stuff for the kids. So similarly to Sarah's directions, go on to our website and then don't scroll down past that stuff <laughs> um, where it says kids click on uh, kids databases. It's the top one on the right hand column there. And it'll bring you to all of our awesome databases and it limits them. Cause I'm sure if you've ever been on our full database page, you could see that we have like a ton. So this is nice. These are just the ones that are kind of kid focused. Um, so we can start off with, uh, well, for our older kids who maybe have gotten, um, work to do, you know, over during this time from their teachers and stuff, or even younger kids. Um, BrainFuse um, is still, you know, active. You can still get help um, from a tutor if you have any questions about your work. So that's good. I talked about that a couple episodes ago on my love of BrainFuse. So uh, you can still access that. We also have uh, Sesame Street eBooks which are super cute. Um, this is obviously for the littler ones. They have like letters and stuff like that. So you could do it on your laptop, if you have a laptop, or if you have like an iPad, you can access it um, with your iPad. Those little books, you could do letter by letter or, you know, books of, with Sesame Street characters. It's very cute. Um, there's also Tumble Books, which is nice. These have um, graphic novels, nonfiction, videos, there's even like language learning, um, there's a whole lot of resources in here as well, puzzles and games. So it's something else to kind of entertain everybody. Um, older kids, I would say teens um, and adults, we have um, language learning resources too. So there's Mango and Pronunciator. Um, I like Mango personally. It's a little bit more updated I, I don't know it looks nicer <laughs> but um, that's a great it's a great app it's yeah a app, yeah um but i would say you know um it's definitely if you're like if you're a teen and you're taking a language and you want to keep it up i would say definitely log in and um do it if you're an adult and you got some free time now that you maybe did not have before and you always said hey i want to learn a language try it out <laughs> it's fun um there's a ton of languages to choose from yeah, when we can travel again, right? When we can yeah, actually yeah, exactly. You'll you'll be good to go. You'll be fluent. Um, and then for like kind of elementary school kids, um, if your any of your packets are geography or you're learning about states or the world, culture grams is probably one of my favorite resources. It has so much information about 
so many different things. It looks nice. It's very, very cool. So I, I'm always talking about culture grams for anything, anytime you're learning geography or, you know, about the states or something like that. So I definitely think you should check that out. Um, yeah. And then Hoopla, like um, Sarah said, you know, Hoopla is for everybody. And if you're when you're on HooplaDigital.com, it's HooplaDigital.com, by the way. I always type in Hoopla.com and that's not a thing. So don't yes. uh, get nervous that it went away. <laughs> it is HooplaDigital.com. Because every time I do it, I'm like, where'd it go? And I'm like, all right, wrong, wrong website. Um, so and then up next to the search bar, there's a kids button. So if you click on that, only kids um, content will come up. So there's movies, there's movies, but there's books as well. And there's like movies that have read alongs to them, too. So you can watch and read along, um, which is really nice. So there's a whole bunch of stuff on Hoopla for kids and Hoopla is nice because you don't have to wait. So there's no, you know, limit on things where you have to like put something on hold. You'll have access to it right away. So you can um, use it. There's also, we got an email from a lot of um, publishers and just other resources are like kind of sending out emails about things that they're doing and uh, penguinclassroom.com. So the penguin uh, publishing company, they have, a bunch of downloadable resources that um, to go along with their books. So you could look through their books that you think might be interesting, pick a couple and then see if they're available on Hoopla. You know what I mean? Don't buy it from and sure. download it, you know, buy it as an ebook or anything. See which ones are available already on Hoopla. And then you could use their um, downloadable um, packets and stuff to go along with the book. So I thought that might be something that people uh, might want to do as well. So those are some things for now. Great. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I just want to mention just a couple of things for our listeners who might be in business. This is a very trying time right mm -hmm. now for mm -hmm. our, um, our patrons who are business owners, especially, you know, being in the Miller business center, uh, I, I meet with and chat with a lot of small business owners. And right now there's a lot of, uh, I don't want to say panic, but grave concern about what's going to happen over the next few months. So I just wanted to mention that if you are a patron of the library or if you have a Miller Business Center card, you still have access to all of our amazing business databases, uh, the majority of which are open to, to you from, remote, from your remote location. Uh, if you're looking at perhaps building a customer list, you have some extra time being at home, you want to build a customer list and maybe send out a mailing because the mail is still running, folks. So you can still mail people. Um, you could do that uh, using Reference USA, which is a fantastic database. Uh, additionally, if you want to learn something new, now's a great time. You have a lot of time. You're stuck at home. Uh, we have access, and this is for everyone, for our patrons, for Miller Business Center uh, folks. We have lynda.com. Have you ladies used mm -hmm. lynda.com at all? Um, I have not, but I know people who have, and they love it. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Used it. It's uh, you know if you if you're if you're into software development, design, business, web development, photography. There's a lot of photography. There's like 700 photography courses on Lynda.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, check it out. They're professionally um, made videos. It's not like uh, some guy with YouTube and a GoPro. These are actual professionally made um, videos. Um, it's um, it's from LinkedIn. So I'm sure you've all heard of LinkedIn and uh, the owners of LinkedIn is Microsoft. I'm sure you have heard of Microsoft. Yeah. So it's a legit <laughs> online learning 
uh, system. And as a patron of the library, you have complete access to it. So uh, take advantage of, of our business databases if you're a business owner. And if you're not, if you maybe want to start a business, uh, you have a lot of time at home to think about it. You could go to, <laughs> you can go to Linda. Get that business model, uh, tip top shape. Yes. Put it, put it through. Yes. Get it going. Yes. Um, you can do that um, by accessing the database. Uh, you can access that from our uh, mcplibrary.org website or millerbusinesscenter.org. So there's two places to access to, accesslinda.com. And, and again, it's it's a great uh, resource. So again, we have all of these things for you. We understand it's going to be tough not being able to come down to the library. It's tough for us. Uh, it's tough for you, but we're all in this together. And we have these great digital resources that you can access for your kids, for you. Um, I know there's a challenge if you're home right now with your kids, especially younger kids who might not understand what's going on. You can plop them in front of the computer, <laughs> access this stuff, and get some That's get like some the peace. worst thing. We would yes. never say that any other time. <laughs> yes. Get some peace, you know. But they're educational. This they is are educational. educational. Actually... Um, Scholastic, sorry. This is kind of nice to have my computer right in front of me while doing this podcast because I can kind of yes. look things up. <laughs> this is actually pretty cool. Scholastic um, is having day by day projects to keep kids reading, thinking, and growing, and it's um, for free. Classroommagazines.scholastic.com, and there's like information for families, for administrators, and for teachers. They also have it available in Spanish, and they have you could pick your grade level pre K and kindergarten, grade one and two, grades three to five, and then grade six and up. So it looks like they have little like lesson plans kind of things to do at home. Nice. Um, yeah, by Scholastic, and they have like activities, they have videos. Um, yeah, this looks good. Something Great. else we'll put that in the show Yeah, notes. yeah, for sure. Great. So, um, so Sarah, what do you have planned for your time at uh, at home? Do you have anything? Obviously, we're still working, believe it or not, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we still are working. Um, we have uh, access to our emails, mm -hmm. and we're, we're doing work from home. But Sarah, do you have anything special? What is your comfort thing to do at home right now during this time? Um, my comfort thing. Hmm. Well, I'm taking a lot of walks with my dogs. Um, okay. I've been cooking, and uh, I guess uh, binging on some TV shows. I guess what everyone else is doing, probably. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Give or take the dog part, Excellent. but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> cool, cool. And Nicole, what about you? What's your What do you suggest? What's your comfort thing that you do while you're stuck at home? Well. My husband and I just adopted a dog. It, oh, it happens to be a really good time. I know it's not terrible to adopt a dog because we are home with them, which is there nice. You go. And so, like, we can, you know, bond. And we have been taking him on like super long walks. I, uh, which is good to get out of the house and exercise because I was going to like the gym and stuff. And obviously, all that's closed. Mm. Um, so I, you know, it's still able to like get out and move around a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll hopefully I'll start running with him. I think the dog is obviously a much better runner than I am. So I have to just make <laughs> sure that he'll be able to slow himself down for me. Um, but yeah, so that's like really exciting for us, even though it's a, it's a scary time, but you know, we're trying yeah. to make the best of it. So, yeah. I find reaching, you know, it's, it's funny. I find uh, I'm emailing my, my, colleagues more often now it rather you know when we're at work we get to pick up the phone or we get to walk over and talk to them mm -hmm. but there's a lot more emailing going on and it's just 
it's amazing how the technology right now allows us to do this kind of stuff. We can record a pod, we can record a podcast, we can text each other, we can, you know, and thinking back, you know, in the 1900s, the last time we had this huge, gigantic, ridiculous pandemic, um, uh, they didn't know anything, you know, no one knew anything. It was, you know, you heard maybe from someone who came from the town over, walked over and said, Hey, this is what's going on. So I think in that respect, uh, we're very lucky that we have, uh, we have that uh, ability to reach out to other people and email them and connect with them, even though we're not physically there. So, so that's, uh, that's a good thing, yeah. but, um, but uh, all right. Thanks ladies so much yeah. for uh, keeping us uh, posted and uh, we'll keep going as we have to. Yep. Yep. So that does it for this week's special episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope you and your family remain safe during this time. If you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, www.mcplpodcast.com. Now that's our Podbean site. And what's great about that site is you can interact with us through a comment section and each episode has its own comment section. So definitely take advantage of that. If you want to read our show notes, you can go to mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts. And additionally, we would love to hear from you. If you're stuck at home and you have an idea for another episode, perhaps you have uh, something you want us to talk about on the show, we'll mention you. So drop us an email. It's podcast at mcplibrary.org. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. Stay safe, everyone.